Hello everyone, today we will be studying the 16th chapter of Sefer Yeshua for Friday, February 16th, a very short and brief uh, chapter. Uh, the chapter describes the territory of Yosef. Now, let's keep track of the order in which the Torah describes the territories of the various Shvatim. In yesterday's chapter, we learned about Yehuda's territory, and the next tribe after that is Yosef. Now, you might be wondering, well, what type of order is that? We understand why Yehuda goes first. We spoke about that, you know, the tribe that jumps into the sea first and the tribe that goes forward to Yosef to ask for Binyamin, you know, leadership, the largest tribe. It makes sense why Yehuda goes first, but why does Yosef go a second? So what's very clear uh, throughout the Torah is that Yehuda and Yosef are considered the two leaders of the tribes. Yehuda in his way as being the son of Leah and Yosef in his way as being the son of Rachel. So Yehuda is the leader from the daughter of Leah, and Yosef is the leader from the daughter of Rachel. Hence, Yehuda goes first, and then Yosef goes a second. So that's very important to always recall as we go through Navi and we see where the leaders of the Jewish people come from. And again, in describing the territories, we first start with Yehuda, and then we go next to uh, Yosef. Now, Yosef gets uh, two lots. Now, the question is, why does he get two lots? But after all, he's only one tribe. Where we're, going, we're going to describe the boundary of Ephraim, and then the next chapter deals with the boundary of Menashe. So the, so the explanation is as follows, is that Reuven lost the firstborn status. Why did Reuven lose the firstborn uh, status? Not because of his role in the sale of Yosef, because actually there he attempted to sail, to, to to not sell Yosef, right? He, he was said, put him in the pit, he'll come back to save him. By the time he came back, the brothers had sold him. So, but Reuven lost his firstborn status because he switched the beds. Shimon and Levi, you would think, would be next in line. However, uh, Shimon and Levi, because of their role in the story of Shechem, did not get any major positions. So really, uh, just to speak this out, Reuven was supposed to be the firstborn and was supposed to be the king. He lost both. Shimon and Levi lost all of that because of their role in Shechem. So who goes next? So the, the Torah in Divrei Hayamim tells us that Yehuda gets kingship and Yosef has the status of the firstborn. We call it Machus Yehuda, so kingship comes from Yehuda, but the firstborn goes to Yosef. Now, one of the key benefits of being a firstborn male is that you get double portion. So, if we want to know why does Yosef get two portions, in other words, why is he represented through two tribes in the land of Israel, it's because he was given firstborn status, hence he gets double uh, portion. So, let's read a little bit of the Psukim Vayetze Hagoral of Yosef, the way the lottery comes out for the children of Yosef. The way the geography is clear is that they are, are getting the central, you know, in the central lands of Eretz Yisrael, right above where Yehuda and Benyamin are, in terms of right above Yerushalayim. The Yatsim Yibes Kel Luzav Yard Yamal Kvoli Afleitim Ben Chalu Ben Yosef, and so who inherited the land? Benasha and Ephraim. So what's interesting, it says who got it? Benasha and Ephraim. But then it goes on to tell us, well, these are the borders of Ephraim, and that takes us to the end of the uh, parak. I don't plan on reading uh, any more Apsukim uh, until we get to the last uh, Pasuk. So why does it first say Menashe and Ephraim, then it says Ephraim? Well, very simple. Menashe is the oldest one, so really Menashe goes before Ephraim. But we remember, Yaakov switched his hands, and who did he give primacy over? To, right? who, gave, who got Kedima precedence when it came to the bracha? 
where did Yaakov's right hand go? Went on the head of Ephraim. Ephraim re- represented a Torah study. So Ephraim goes first. So the Torah like lays it out like this. Menashe and Ephraim. But who are we going to talk about first? We're going to mention Ephraim because in the end, uh, Yaakov placed his right hand on Ephraim. The last passage actually tells us that Ephraim had this uh, Kenani group in Gezer. And for some reason, Ephraim didn't run them out of their territory. Again, this is consistent with the theme that we mentioned a few times, that the Jewish people, uh, for whatever reason, did not go full force and uproot all the Canaanite nations from their land. That concludes our study of Navi for the day. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study some Navi.